<laughs> Good morning. It's still morning, right? <laughs> oh, wow. I thank God for this opportunity to be here. Um, as you mentioned, I came in last night from Memphis, and God is good, and God is faithful. Today, I'm here to share with you what God has done in my life, because I would not be standing here if it was not for God and His saving grace. Today, I hold in my hand what we call a child packet. Miguel. Miguel is from the Dominican Republic. And this reminds me that many years ago, don't try to guess how old I am. Many years ago, <laughs> I was a face on one of these packets, and someone picked me up. And that's the reason that I'm standing here today. I'm from Kenya originally, and uh, I grew up in a village in Western Kenya. Um, I grew up in a large family of initially 10 children. My parents didn't have a source of income. What they did was subsistence farming, meaning they grew things on the farm. If anything grew, we had food. If nothing grew, then there were moments, and long moments, where there was no food. Growing up in the village um, meant that my parents never went to school. So they did not see the need to put any of us in school or to emphasize the need of any of us to stay in school. And to add on to that, um, they were alcoholics. So many days they would disappear from home. They would go drinking somewhere. We would not know where they were. And when they came back home, it was all fighting and violence back home. Our home was known for all the wrong reasons. It was always known as the home where either our parents were never there, and when they were there, there was always shouting and fighting. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. In that home, we did not think we would be anything. We didn't think we would have a future. We didn't see past today because we'd wake up one day and thinking, where are our parents today? Are we going to have a meal today? We know we are not going to school like the other children. Can our home be different? I'm grateful because one day uh, my uncle came home, my mother's brother, and he told her, uh, he was going to help her. And how was he going to do that? He said, I'm going to take one of your children. I'm going to go to Nairobi with this child. Nairobi is the capital of Kenya. I am going to put this child in school. And I hope that one day, this child will come back and change this family. Guess which child he picked. Where I come from, names are very important. He picked me because I shared a middle name with my grandmother. So he said, I'm going to take this one. He took me and went with me to Nairobi. He put me in school, but he could not keep me in school. I was in and out of school most of the time because he could not afford to pay for me and my cousins to stay in school. So I would go to school. They would tell me, hey, you have not finished paying your tuition money. Go back home and look for the money. 
I go home, I know there's no money, so I stay there. Then I, after a while, I think maybe they forgot that I owe them money. Let me go back to school. I go back to school. Oh, they've not forgotten. Go back home. So it was back and forth, back and forth. I don't remember even staying in school for a whole term. We call them terms or a semester because I was back and forth, back and forth. And I really wanted to stay in school. I'm grateful because of the compassion social workers. As you watch the video, that compassion works with the local churches. Then in the local churches, they have the compassion project. And in these projects, they have the social workers, the people who know the community, who can go in there and look for those children. So they happened to come to my school one day. I don't even think I was in school that day. But my grade three teacher gave them my name. They came and looked for me in my uncle's place. And once they ascertained that there was a need, I got enrolled into the compassion program. And that is when my life began to change. I got wonderful sponsors, Bob and Colleen Staggs from Ames, Iowa. They're $38 a month, ensured that I did not just go to school, but I stayed in school. They're $38 a month, ensured that I could get medical care whenever I was sick. Why do I say this? Because I'm from Kenya. If you, are, if you are from Kenya, you go to a hospital when you're sick and you do not have money or insurance up front, no one is going to take care of you. So I lost two siblings, um, two brothers, to diseases that were preventable because we could not afford medical care. One of my sisters died when my mom was giving birth at home because she could not afford to go to the hospital to give birth. So for me to be able to get medical care when I was sick is not something that I take for granted. It might be one of the many reasons that I'm standing here today. Bob and Colleen Staggs wrote a lot to me. As you watch that video, and he's talking about relationships, that is what Bob and Colleen gave me. When you're a child living in a third world country, surrounded by extreme poverty, you don't have many things, positive things, going on around you. There's nobody speaking life or hope to you because everyone is busy looking for what are we going to eat today. That's what they're busy doing morning to evening. You don't have those people speaking to you, telling you that they love you or doing anything. But I had my sponsor's letters. That any time I could go to the project, and I knew my sponsor had written a letter to me. Those letters were the many things that kept me going through the most difficult times in my life. There are many times that I almost gave up <laughs> when things were so tough. But I had my sponsor's letters that I could spread out and read. And they would speak hope. They would tell me how much they loved me, how much they were praying for me. And that I would be somebody. <laughs> Even when I did not believe in myself, I had my sponsors encouraging me through everything. I am so grateful because of their sponsorship that I was able to stay in school and go to the Compassion Project and learn the Word of God and gave my life to Jesus because 
one of the social workers there shared with me the love of God. And I learned that I could pray that God would change our family. My prayer was that, Lord, may they just stop drinking. I didn't want anything past that. Let them just stop drinking and fighting. And he did it. My parents stopped drinking. They started going to church. And that was something I never thought was possible. So today, as I stand here, I'm here to tell you that these children, they are real people. They have names. They have stories. Behind this packet, they have stories. And God is going to connect them with a Bob and a Colleen who is going to help them through all the toughest moments of their lives. Through the sponsorship of Bob and Colleen Staggs, I was able to complete my elementary education. And uh, then I went to high school and completed that through sponsorship because we could not afford to pay for it. And uh, from there, I went to college, the University of Nairobi, uh, through the Compassion's Leadership Development Program. So my sponsors had the option uh, to just stop when I finished high school, but they decided to continue through college, through the Leadership Development Program. And I did my bachelor's degree in physics at the University of Nairobi. Uh, after that, I graduated from the program, uh, the Compassion Program, after I finished my uh, bachelor's degree. And God opened more opportunities. I got a scholarship to go to Italy for two years to pursue a postgraduate diploma in physics and came to Memphis, Tennessee in 2011 to do a PhD in geophysics, which by the grace of God, I completed in December of 2015. So today I stand here as a testimony that that girl who grew up in a village in Western Kenya not thinking she would ever be anything, is standing here today saying that God used my compassion sponsors so I could be somebody today. I have worked as a researcher in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm also a sponsor with compassion right now because I know what it means to be this child, um, just waiting for someone to pick you up and speak hope and speak life to you and tell you that you matter. We are here for you and we are praying for you. And that God can transform families, he can change lives. Last week, um, September the 2nd, marked one year since my father passed away. And I'm grateful because he did not die as a drunkard but God changed his life. I'm grateful because through compassion, God gave us a transformation in our family. And that is what is the power of God, that he is the king of the world. He rules over everything, and he can use you to change the lives of these children today. As I wind up, um, just uh, to let you know that God has given me an opportunity also to uh, start um, a mentorship program in Kenya. It's called For Women in Physics. And it's an, uh, just for us to encourage the young girls to come to STEM programs because it is possible. We provide opportunities for them uh, for growth. 
I'm married. Um, been married for 11 years. My husband and I, we also go uh, to the villages. We pick children there whose families are not able to take them to school or will not take them to school. And we sponsor them to finish high school, go to college or learn a trade. So they in turn can be the change that their families need. Because for me, that's what my uncle did for me. He got me out so I could be a blessing to my family and to everyone else around me. So today, be encouraged that when you sponsor a child with compassion, you're not just changing that child's life. You're changing a family, you're changing a community, and you're changing a nation. So thank you so much for your time. And may God bless you, even as you consider partnering with us to help release children from poverty. In Jesus' name, God bless you.